And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the Canada Farm Progress Show wraps up today. We talk with organizers and the latest outstanding young farmer in Saskatchewan. Agri-News is brought to you by the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results. Online at mcdougallauction.com. Officials are calling this week's Canada Farm Progress Show a huge success. Manager Shirley Janesco says attendance was on par for the opening day compared to last year and down slightly yesterday due to wind and rain. It's gone fantastic. We've had uh, great numbers coming to our gates. We've had great programming. Everybody's uh, here at the show is happy and everybody leaving the show as visitors happy. So. I understand attendance opening day was on par. Yesterday down a bit just because of the wind and rain. It was, um, but very slightly down. Uh, we were still packed inside. All of the, our indoor space uh, was consumed by our attendees. That was just nice to have the option for them to continue on at the show in a controlled environment. A lot of business here this week? Absolutely. It's uh, uh, it's incredible to see. Um, I, somebody picked up somebody from Alberta yesterday, and he said he comes to this show every year. And uh, he bought he bought two pieces of major equipment yesterday. So I, I know there's sales happening all the time. Have you heard of any other big deals, international sales? Uh, we're not at the point to release any of that information yet. Uh, today's our final day, so we'll be collecting evaluations, and I'll have a number at the end of the day. But you're hoping for half a billion, just like last year? Well, it's 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 in the. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Um, this year is uh, the show in Germany, Agritechnica, right? So we have a whole Canadian pavilion going there as well. So I know there's billions of dollars worth of sales in at that show as well. So sometimes the people from those countries choose to support that show in in, in uh, Germany in Hanover, and uh, you know we'll we'll likely see uh, you know, more sales come to our exhibitors that way as well. The Canada Farm Progress Show wraps up today at Everest Place. A couple from Minton, Saskatchewan, Derek and Tannis Axton, were named this year's Outstanding Young Farmer during the Farm Progress Show. The couple operates a grain farm about 145 kilometres south of Regina. Tannis Axton says it was an honour to win. It means a lot. It's, it was an honour just to be nominated and we were running against the Aberharts, which were an amazing couple and so to win, it, yeah, it's an honour and a privilege to represent Saskatchewan and head to nationals in November. I understand you're very much hands-on on the farm. Just what is your role in the farm? Uh, yeah, I am. I like to help out in everything, but I do all the farm books and, well, Derek calls me head of biology. So I look after most of the composting operations. I look at our soil samples and analyze them with a microscope, look at the biology and make compost teas and compost extracts and that sort of thing. Derek, tell me what do you see as some of the key reasons why you were chosen as the outstanding young farmer? Uh, we're still not really sure about that, but I guess I really wish we knew, but you know, maybe it's some of the unique things that we're doing. I, I guess everybody's sort of looking for the next new thing and you know, our focus on biology over the past few years is, is maybe it has what brought us here today. And we've had some successes, you know, focusing on the soil and, and working that direction. What about yields? Uh, has the biology work that you talk about, has that helped? We think so, but I mean, it's, it's a lot of pieces to the puzzle, really, I guess I should say. You know, we, we have a tremendous amount of diversity in our cropping system. You know, everything from biennials all the way you know, into nor typical annual crops. We do intercropping, um, we do a lot of cover cropping. So, like this year, for instance, we had 16 different crops basically but it really you know it was a different combinations of intercrops and, and different varieties of crops. What are some of the intercropping work that you've done? Tell me about that. The intercropping I guess 
the main one we've been doing, the one that we like the best, I guess, is our flax and chickpeas. That's something that's been a, a real go-to for us. It's been, it's been really good to us the last few years. You know, it's allowed us to really drop the amount of fungicide we've been using in the soils. We do peas and canola, like at our milestone farm, we use canola for our brassicas, so we use peas and canola up there. We At home, we use yellow mustard for our brassicas, so we grow like lentils and mustard. We usually grow a lot of specialty peas, so we grow maples, we grow forage peas, those sort of things. And then we like to add like a companion, I call it, so clovers will be underseeded in that at the same time, so then when we harvest, we already have another living root there to grow until frost generally. So tell me about flax and chickpeas. What kind of yields do you get out of an average yield in a field that you've got that intercropped? Well, we found, you know, like the chickpea component will be less than, say, our neighbor's monocrop, but our total yield is, is quite a bit greater. So a great, a much expanded production. Tell me about the separation then. Now, how do you separate the flax from the chickpeas? We started with a simple rotary screen and now we have a, like a mobile seed cleaner. So when we do run it through, um, like our chickpeas would be 99.5% clean and then we have flax that will clean at a later date if we have a need for it. That's what we're doing today and actually we're in the process of building a permanent facility now, like a, a seed cleaning plant, because this whole seed cleaner has opened up new doors for us. We started doing some pedigree seed work so that everything, all of these things point to the fact that we need to build a plant. How big a farm do you run? And I mo understand it's mostly grain farm. Yes, it is mostly grain. We seed about 5,500 acres, 5,600 acres, I guess, and, and then we have some pasture land that we rent out and to our neighbours that, that uh, bring the cows to graze. Tell me about the biennial crops that you talked about. You mentioned clover already. What, what, what other crops like that? Well, those, that's it mostly, right? So we've been fooling with um, letting these cover crops overwinter and then terminating in the spring because the, the whole point of the system is to capture as much sunlight and carbon as we can. So we like to let the crops grow in the spring, then we'll terminate when we seed into them again, which has been a challenge because we live in a very dry part of the province. And we're still working, to, uh, trying to fine tune that to make it work. But I mean, I think it's a huge opportunity for guys in wet climates to be able to use that living root to, you know, to use moisture and, and to have a living root to drive on. You know, if they're having a wet spring, it's, I think it'd be a great fit. Derek and Tannis Axton are this year's Saskatchewan winners in the Outstanding Young Farmer competition. The runner-up was Terry and Lachelle Eberhardt of Langenberg. Back in a moment. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Markison, New Holland, east of Regina at Emerald Park. Visit markison.com. Among the three new farmer inventions at the Farm Progress Show is a device called the Better Buncher. Owner Ryan Dennis of Holdfast is showing a piece of equipment to gather flax straw in the field. I've uh, got a flax buncher. It's sort of a reinvention of the traditional flax buncher that uh, uses a trip mechanism instead of a lift and lower gate. How does it work? How do you gather up that annoying flax straw so you can get rid of it? Well, after the harvest, you drive along. Once the combines drop the straw, drive along with the rake and you can just keep driving. And at the push of a button, it's run off of 12-volt electrical just plugs into a cigarette lighter and push of a button the gate rotates 180 degrees and you just keep driving comes right back down starts gathering the next pile as you keep rolling along so how big are the piles uh, in a typically in about a half a mile stretch you end up with five or six piles on a 40 foot swath what kind of interest have you had uh, the interest has actually been uh, really good we've had the last two days have been tremendous exposure and a lot of people stopping by and taking cards and really interested in the, the difference because nobody likes to stop and start and the flax bunchers that are out there aren't really 
nobody's really that excited about what's been out there, so this is something that's getting people excited about maybe thinking about growing flax again. So you mean you don't have to stop and start, you just keep rolling? Yeah, absolutely. You can just drive right along, seven and a half mile an hour or so, and you just push of a button and it, it just flips and you don't have to slow down or stop or anything. Are you at the stage of manufacturing and selling them yet? Uh, just this fall, we're stepping into manufacturing here. We've got lined up and we'll get a, a limited release of a number of them out there going in different places of the province to make sure that there's no unforeseen issues, but it's, it's been through a lot of testing on my own farm and around and ready to get them out there and let other people start using them. What are you hoping to sell them for? Uh, they're listing at uh, 12000 so hopefully that's uh, good for people. Ryan Dennis of Holdfast has developed the Better Buncher. There are three farmer inventors with exhibits at the Farm Progress Show. Evan Sauer of Edenwold is displaying his grain auger sampler. Well, they had the farmyard innovation, so I decided to go into it. And what I brought along was uh, I built a grain auger sampler. Well, it's not just only for grain augers. I got guys putting them on grain baggers too, but they're like uh, bolt-on samplers. For most augers, it's direct bolt-on, no cutting, no welding. And then for some other augers and the grain baggers, you may have to cut a hole or just modify existing pork that's on them. So these are pretty much a simple, easy, fast-fitting item to put on grain augers and grain baggers to uh, give you a good, clean, accurate, representative sample especially in today's world because samples are key. Before you go to the elevator, you want a good representative sample of your bin, and especially with fusarium and some diseases coming through now, we found that this thing gives a, achieves a better sample and it achieves the accurate grade that you are going to be hauling in. Have you had a lot of interest? Oh, lots of interest. There's always interest on this kind of stuff because if you can, grading is a big deal now in farming and getting a good sample is the key, like I said, and lots of interest, lots of possible buyers. I have lots of buyers here. I'm selling them here at the show too. So, How much are they selling for? I'm selling for 150 at the show. And have you had lots of sales? Uh, yeah, I've, I've had a few. I've actually been selling them for a little while actually before the show and stuff and uh, I've got quite a few out on the on the go. Tell me about your crop this year. How does it look? It wasn't too bad. The spring was, I guess the, the fields were had enough moisture but we started drying out there because <laughs> we didn't get any rain. We won't, we won't pretty much were running on whatever we got for snow and uh, we finally got some rain here the last couple weeks so we've they're not bad it could be better <laughs> like every year evan sauer of edenwold is displaying a grain auger sampler at the canada farm progress show the third farmer invention is featured in a report just after the one o'clock news back in a moment market update is brought to you by scott bjornson of Holland's wealth call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of scott bjornson Holland's wealth scotia capital inc is a member of the canadian investor protection fund and the investment industry regulatory organization of canada market update also brought to you by flam and sales in saskatoon southie prince albert yorkton and swan river visit flamen.com Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola is up 60 cents at 442.50. Oats rose a dollar 80 at 178.48. Yellow peas fell 25 dollars at 294 dollars. Number one red spring wheat increased 5 dollars 10 cents at 279.52. The rest were unchanged. Durham 274.56. Feed barley 127.03. Flax 416.96. Feed wheat 141.99. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, July wheat was up 15 and three quarter cents at 6.72 a bushel. Back in a moment. 
The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Heartland Livestock here in Moose Jaw. 400 cattle on offer at a Tuesday regular sale. This cow market looked 3 to 5 lower. Some of these light yearlings are dollars lower than what they were here a month ago. We have seen quite a correction in this feeder and fat cattle board for the last month. Here's what happened. These good cows, the bigger the better. They're bringing from $1.04 to 11 the medium cows. These thinner cows from 97 to $1.06. The good big bulls, the bigger the better. 127 to 136 sales right up to 142 and a quarter. Medium, thinner, low yielding bulls bringing from 115 to 128 Not a lot of yearlings on offer here, but we have sold some heifers on DLMS as of late, we sold 497 heifers at the Lazy T Ranch at Indian Head, a 910 base at 180 and a half for the end of July delivery, and then this week we sold another 407 heifers from the Lazy T again, nine and a quarter weight base at 177.50. That's right at their door, and that's for an end of August deliver. If you want to list some of these bigger drags of yearlings, give me a call here in Moose Jaw. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Time sold 5,500 hogs Thursday, selling in a range of 209 to 211 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 4,000 heads, selling in a range of 209 to 211 per CKG. Hog prices for the week ending Friday, June 23rd are SIG 3, 210, 40, SIG 4, 204, 73, SIG 5, 207, 56, Cash, 20606, Britco, 200.62, Thunder Creek, 195.20, and High Life, 20586. Hamps Marketing cash hog price today is down 32 cents per CKG and forward contract prices opened lower this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was up with the daily exchange rate at 1.3241. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 0.754 cents U.S. There are indications that prices are steadying. According to the USDA's cold storage report, pork inventory was almost exactly the same on May 31st as it was on April 30th, while the typical trend over that time frame is for a 5% decline in inventory. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, partly cloudy, wind northwest 50 gusting to 70, the high near 16. Tonight a few clouds, wind north 30 gusting to 50, becoming light tonight, the low plus 5. Tomorrow, mainly sunny skies, wind north 20, the high 20, the low 6 degrees. Sunday, sunny with a high of 24 and the low 9. Monday, sunny, the high 27, the low 15. Tuesday, increasing cloudiness with a high forecast of 28. Tuesday night, cloudy, 60% chance of showers, the low 14. Wednesday, a mix of sun and cloud, 40% chance of showers, the high 22, the low 11. Thursday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers, the high 18. Normal high is 24, the normal low is 10 degrees. The sun rose at 4.47 this morning. It sets at 9.14 p.m. Around the province, Estevan is 14, Saskatoon and Swift Current both 15 degrees. Weyburn is 14, Yorkton is 10. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's 12 degrees, that's 54 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the northwest at 40, gusting to 53. Humidity is 48%, the barometer dropping 102.1. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, 14 degrees. Winds are from the northwest at 41, gusting to 52. Once again, Regina, cloudy in 12. That's 54 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.